Cold marble pressed against my face, numbing my cheek. My stomach roiled from the spinning of the room, threatening to release my dinner. I took a deep, ragged breath and tried to keep the dizziness under control. A voice in my head screamed at me to get up and defend myself, but my body wouldn't obey. With a Herculean effort, I pulled my legs under me in an effort to rise. I felt the vibration in the floor before I heard the heavy thud of footsteps. The bastard was back for more. It must be my lucky day. A vice clamped around my ankles and I slid along the smooth stone floors of the mansion. Crystal chandeliers and Renaissance paintings streaked across my vision as I was pulled through an open doorway. I twisted and flailed, scrabbling to clutch the doorframe to stop my relentless slide into the darkened room. I tried to make it a rule to never be forced into a room when I didn't know what lay within. I managed a weak handhold on the doorframe, but with a sharp tug, my captor caused me to easily lose my grip. He, because only a man could own hands that large and strong, accidentally slammed me into a coffee table before coming to a stop without releasing me. The concussive grenade that was triggered when I had been finishing my sweep of the last room in the mansion had left my temples throbbing, preventing me from lifting my head to get a good look at my captor. I needed to pull myself together if I was going to fight my way out of here. Swallowing hard, I took a silent inventory of my injuries. A few bruises, no broken bones, no bleeding. Sweet. This was going to be easier than I'd thought. Compartmentalizing the pain, a trick I had learned years ago in the Special Forces, I readied myself to twist sharply to the side in an effort to release my ankles and make a run for it. Then another set of bear paws clamped down hard around my wrists, pulling them over my head. Crap. This would make escape a bit more difficult, although not necessarily impossible. I simply had to be patient enough to wait for an opening, and patience was not one of my virtues. I know you are thinking about trying to escape, Miss Hayes. I would advise you against it, said a smooth, male voice. He spoke very proper Queen's English, as if he came from old money and would never dream of using a contraction. It made me think of those period British romance movies like Sense and Sensibility. I pictured him wearing a Victorian tailcoat and ascot, with a smarmy-looking mustache adorning his face. I managed to lift my head a few centimeters off the hardwood floor. With my feet and the person holding them hidden in deep shadows, it was impossible to make out anything more than a crouched, hulking figure. The Englishman was sitting in a cozy-looking red leather armchair. A colorful Tiffany lamp cast a dim glow that didn't extend very far into the room, and a thick folder sat next to it on the table. When the Brit leaned forward, the scant light illuminating his features, I recognized him at once. Mr. Darko, I must say it's quite a surprise to see you here. My visions of Hugh Grant disappeared, replaced by the sight of the father who had hired me to find and recover his little girl, Sarah. Vincent Darko wasn't wearing coattails, but his well-tailored gray suit probably cost more than my Ducati. He wasn't unattractive, yet I wouldn't describe him as handsome. He was slim, almost slight, with an effeminate air about him. Maybe it was the way he crossed his legs at the knees, or the way his hands hung a little limp at the wrists. Coupled with that egotistical overconfidence, he had the air of a man trying to prove he was no longer the little kid who could be bullied on the playground. (laughs) Did you grow a set of balls and choose to find your daughter on your own? 
He chuckled deeply in response, though the amusement never reached his eyes. <laughs> I'm glad to see that, even in your current predicament, you haven't lost your usual charm. Oh, I've been in worse situations. I managed a small shrug which also served to test the grip of my captor who had my wrists. It was solid, but he clenched tighter for a moment when I moved, telling me he was somewhat relaxed and not holding me as tightly as he could have been. So, what brings you to the Mexican jungle? Wait, let me guess. Your daughter never was kidnapped, was she? I made a show of eyeing him up and down. I actually have a hard time believing any woman would have sex with you, so I'm willing to bet Sarah doesn't even exist, does she? Oh, but that's where you're wrong. Come, he called.